bad are you trying to oh. Oh, wow yeah that was good hey, i used to be great at that are you... yes i was gonna say are you bringing your hey there funky you. fellas and sophisticated <laughs> bitches i'm michelle i'm sam and if you don't know it my wife is was a world-class Fart making noise making person, and she just it's been a while she just since uh, displayed her prowess to everyone on the internet that is listening. I, I used to Speaking be way which, better. I needs to bump up, you listeners. Tell your friends about us. Yeah, you guys need to actually like subscribe, listen to us. I, I, don't, I don't know how to scream it at you to listen to us and just give us a chance, guys. God damn it, you'll hear. Us coming in at the beginning, being really obnoxious and childlike. You'll hear us coming. Period. You will hear us coming, periods. <laughs> I'm coming, period. Ooh, it's that time of the month. Oh. Ooh. God, I wish that you could come from that. From it's, having a period? I mean, every, from being on your period? everything else is horrible when you're on your period. Your body just hates everything. I don't know. I don't know much about... It's like, but it's creepy because it's like when women have babies and they like make it a weird experience and they orgasm while they're giving birth. Uh, I'm not a fan of that. That's disgusting. So I would like to remove myself from that as far as I can. That weirds me out. <clears throat> yeah. I'm sure I'm not being accepting or uh, whatever the word is, but. I don't know, when there's a baby involved and then an orgasm is involved, it just seems like there's a boundary that is crossed. It makes me uncomfortable. At you least. are literally using a baby as a like a sexual object <laughs> a dildo. to make you climax. <laughs> a baby dildo. It's a weird experience to have. And how do you say that to your baby later? I was gonna say or your how would child. You... When do you tell them? Yeah, how would you like to be Hey, guess what? I'm the kid who I made my mom come when I was coming out. No, the kid wouldn't say that. That's the thing. I feel like the mom would be like, now, when I did this, I put myself in this place, and I went to the best, most pleasurable place I could and used you as a masturbatory tool when you were born. A baby jizz tool. A baby don't... Uh, I fucked that up pretty hard. <laughs> Well, I'm just not a. F- it's it gross. weirds me out. Not a lot of things weird me out, but it's, that weirds me out. It's one of the many things that you wish uh, made the internet not exist or have more regulations because there's certain things that people just should not be exposed to. Because if you want to do that, you, you be a fucking creep in your own house because you can't do that shit at the hospital. What, have an orgasm while you have a baby? I I think it's like do, a stopper. I think it's a whole process. You stop having an orgasm <laughs> right now while you're having a baby. I just don't think in the typical um like feet in stirrups position that you would be able to have the same situation. Like I feel like women are standing or something when they give birth in that sense and are able to curm. Maybe it's like being on top. <laughs> Maybe so. I don't I've uh I don't get off on top. 
Well, that makes one of us. So we listened to an album that Sam suggested and demanded, whatever you want to say. It was my turn! And I, this was influenced by listening to Tragic Kingdom, right? No. I realized that after I said it. After I gave you the album, I was like, oh, crap. This is kind of reminiscent of what like, we just listened to. I thought that that was why you chose it. No, I was trying to just think of something that was So when did you think lighter. of this? Was it before we listened to No oh, Doubt? Oh, no, it was while we listened to No Doubt. But, okay, it might have had a subconscious influence. But it was I didn't. definitely. But it, I, I didn't c- know you listened to stuff like this. Other than knowing that you had listened to No Doubt because you hadn't exposed yourself to much. But I didn't know that you were listening to like, like a ska punk. There's outside a, of mainstream stuff. Oh yeah, there was a time when I was listening to like the Aquabats, Mustard Plug. I would consider that not totally. That's not like totally subculture. Like it's a little bit not mainstream, but it's like totally mainstream for nerds. Yeah, but for nerds at that time, and they're getting more popular now too. Again, but yeah, but I knew, and it could just be because they were also friends with each other. But I knew two or three different people who I talked to in high school who had Aquabats yeah. t-shirts. So Sharon, Phil. Bobby, I think. Bobby. And we all listened to that. <laughs> I listened to the Aquabats because of them. Really? Yes. Hmm. I got into it because of them. Because I was already... I think at that point, I'm listening to sort of heavier music. Mm-hmm. And this is like when I let in the more punk... Stuff because I like started with punk in like a misfits way and like a no effects way, yeah, with few select songs, and then Slipknot happened and I went towards that, you know, like they not, really not wearing Jinko jeans or any of that, but I was, you know, I was a Slipknot Jinko? kid, isn't that what it's called? I always heard Jinko, Jinko, whatever, JN, JNCO, those huge fucking baggy jeans that gothier kids like to wear. Yeah. I hung I, out with those kids, but I didn't everyone wear Everyone knows what Jinko pants are. But, <laughs> I don't need to explain. But I didn't know that anyone called them Jinko. I don't, I don't I wanna, I'm going to break down how you said it. I don't care about the rights and wrongs of this. Is it Yinko? I always thought, I always heard. I don't understand much of the difference Jink- between Jinko. what I said and you said. Jinko. 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 I don't even remember now. Now I've, I've <laughs> dissected this so much that I don't even remember. Well, let's let's breeze over this part. And anyway, is it breezing or is it just running away? It's from running this away part? from it <laughs> as fast as I fucking can. Anyway, I'm gonna do the podcast like I'm Billy Gibbons from ZZ Top for the rest of the time. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> oh, um, oh. So I had a, but my life went like. Started with punkier stuff because of Bob, but then Kent came over with like Slipknot. So I was listening to heavier stuff, heavier in quotations. And then heavier than what you were listening yeah, to. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. And then I had a punk resurgence. We need to really again. stop that we both do this. What? We both are oh. really bad with like this in quotes and like because we don't know like. It's all what people think of what it is, and and I don't. I was afraid to say things about no doubt because I didn't know if you would consider it like heavier than some things, and we both seem like afraid to. <laughs> I'm I'm such a for a big chunk of my life I was such a metal asshole 
that I'm so afraid still to out yourself, to not out myself to, for people to know that I understand that in the world of heavy slipknot and that stuff is not that heavy. I get it. Well, yeah, but I mean, it's definitely heavier than what you were listening to before. And and it's to most people, it's still very happy. Happy. It's very happy. It's a happy. And Slipknot is heavy. I don't want to even think it's not. It's a happy. My name's just It's just there's such these assholes in metal that'll go, that's not metal. What what about decrepit birth? Yes, I know about decrepit birth. Yeah, that's that's what I mean. That's how you metal guys are. (laughs) You're always trying to one-up each other on something being more brutal than the the next. I don't, I'm... I'm over that. So I'm trying not to do that anymore. It got boring. It just seems like you're you're hesitant as you are. Because <laughs> I still have that. Slowly it's walking like a, over the hurdles. It's like a person who was religious. Still not totally letting go of a fear. Like, uh, I believe you've said there's still like oh, a there's tiny a, little speck of, of fear. Like, oh, what if I am not right? There's a Since we are not religious people. For those who don't know. Uh, I think if people know us, they know that. <laughs> There being, I don't make it as uh, vicious as I used to. I don't either. I try not to, because I don't. It's not fair to be an asshole and then be offended when other people are assholes from <laughs> yeah, the other exactly. side. You can't. Yeah, yeah. Be I don't know. I've been a hypocrite at many points of my life. I apologize. <laughs> don't you think that's part of growing up? Just realizing your faults and going, oh shit, I got to work on that. I agree, and I can say it, but I almost. I talk to almost no one anymore, especially people who I have been an idiot or an asshole in front of or two, and I've never maybe been able to properly express that I'm sorry for being a piece of shit because I've definitely been a piece of shit at multiple times in my life. But yeah, it's the whole growing up and trying to be better and trying to be more open to things. and. The biggest thing for me is just not it. I care way too much about what people think of me. Uh-huh. So even though I'm okay with being an asshole for humor, I still just don't want to like to actually be an asshole. <laughs> to be an asshole. Yeah, yeah. But I, I it. it's it's a it's a weird line. For us, it? it's a fine fucking line, and I think that we usually cross it. <laughs> oh, I cross it all the time. I think we are a dynamic duo of offensive people. <laughs> and it's up to the other person, depending on whose circle they're in, to glaze it over. <laughs> I mean, I've felt that way before. I've learned that I'm hard to be around because I'm just... And I'm not like I'm cool because I'm different, but I, I mean, at least around here, I'm, I have a little less common personality. (laughs) I'm not a sweet little like small town country personality. And it's not that I'm some raging bitch, but I'm very open about how I feel. If I feel a certain way, I have learned to not hide how I feel so much and try to express myself, but I have a hard time not being blunt. I was about to say, do you think you've gone... I feel like I've gone too far that way sometimes where now I now I have a hard time holding it back and there's no reason for me to bring it up. <laughs> yes, but then there's also feeling like you you don't want to beat around the bush. You want to just say what you mean and people are always like, man, I love that person. They're super honest and they tell it like it is. And then if it gets anywhere close to them and you tell it like it is from your perspective, you're not trying to hurt them. But it still rubs people the wrong way. I yeah. feel like 
almost every person I've ever come in contact with, I have rubbed the wrong way. It's just whether or not I've like graded them down to the rind yet. <laughs> and when that happens, they're done with me. And that's fair. I'm fucking that's done a, with me. That's a that's a very good visual. Because I'm a grading, cheese grater. Yeah, the grading down. Yeah. I see it more though as people with you and I, there's people who know that the grating happens, but it they regrow that skin because they know you and I. They know that we're just gonna be like that. And we don't want to hurt people. We feel bad when Most we know that we hurt people. And sometimes when you push things to go far, it's because you and I are trying to be funny. Absolutely. And people, yeah, if it touches them in any way, even if you're trying to be funny, it's going to affect them negatively. And they're not going to care that you're trying to be funny and that you're trying to be lighthearted about it. But I don't know. I'm probably the same way. Again, huge fucking hypocrite. <laughs> I don't take criticism all that well. But I don't really get a whole lot of criticism. You guys uh, need to let us know. According to the iTunes uh, algorithms, yes, you need to let us know. I personally don't give a shit what you think. <laughs> no, I just I want to know if you guys are, are enjoying it. Uh, I like that there are some people on our Facebook page who call us out on being wrong. Uh, I do like those oh, interactions. Yeah. And yeah. we're usually aware by the time this comes out how wrong we are. And we're cringing about it. But, I mean, we can't go back and redo the whole podcast just because no. we are idiots or our brains stall, which happens no. a lot. We're also doing this at a much different time of day. Yes. Uh, on a Monday after work in the evening. So, I don't know. Speaking of Facebook people saying things, we need to bring up... Motherfucking Jimmy Rollins artwork. Jimmy Rollins is like, I wouldn't say he's our biggest fan, but he might be our most talented fan that we know of because he almost every episode does these Photoshop creations for us. That are hysterical every time. They're always based on the episodes and we always share them. And it's great. The last one was my favorite. And he didn't know if he went too far, and nobody, there's no too far with us. So anyone, if you are inspired to come up with some stupid fan art or some awesome fan art, please share it with us. Who would have thought that the story about me trying to jerk off to Janet Jackson was going to end up as a picture on the internet, or a story given to time? Well, I, I didn't know that it would be a photo in time, but I did know that it was a story that I'd bring up and that I'm never going to let go. <laughs> so it is pretty, it's pretty, pretty funny. It's funny. Yeah. All right. We yeah. need to get into this, this album. album. It's, uh, 27 songs long. Michelle knows more about this album than I do. She told me about it before we started. It's, it's just because I had done some research on genius. Um, but I was also kind of confused because I had gone to this album, operation Ivy self-titled um but this was actually released in the, this is the only album that they put out correct i really don't know anything about this band okay well that's fine i'm pretty sure that this is the case i just listened to the music this is the information that genius gave me that's totally fine so this was released on a smaller label in 1989 and then i guess they broke up or something and then two years later uh I assume a seemingly more popular Lookout Records record company re-released it 
with more tracks. So it originally had 19 tracks. Um, so I was going through it and I was like, I'm going through this website on Genius and it only goes to 19. And I'm like, this says 27 on Google Music, which is... Which is the one we listen to. Which is how we listen to our content. We pay for our content, bitches. <laughs> In a um, way. The artists don't see that fucking money. Yeah, I, I, it sucks. Um, but hey, we still own albums. We're still in that club. And we have vinyl records, too. When I buy albums anymore, I just buy the same shit I've already bought. Yeah. I bought the same album so just many times. extra it's support like, people. It's also really nice to own certain albums on, on vinyl. On vinyl. On different medias. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want to get into this tape phase, but I don't want to get into a tape don't phase. Don't do tape. Tape is bad quality. They fucking. I love tape. Uh, it's a pain. We just talked against cassette tapes in the last episode, I think, of having to fast forward, rewind, back yeah, and forth, true, flip the tape over. For nostalgic reasons. The uh, messing up and crinkling of oh, it yeah. when it comes out, Fuck. just like you VHS. You like $200 on a rare cassette tape, and then you put it in your thing, and then it's like... <laughs> it gets all crinkled up, and you're like, Fuck, I just spent $200 on Michael Jackson's Thriller! If I put Michael Jackson's Thriller in my thing, I think it would get crinkled up. So, um, Operation Ivy... They there was another record company that re-released the album with eight more tracks on it, and we are going to that's the one that Google gave us. So it's the one we listened to. Twenty-seven tracks. Oh, but um, the original original release was known as Energy, I guess the one that came out in nineteen eighty nine, and then it was re-released in nineteen ninety one as a self-titled album. So a little bit of knowledge that I. Got from Genia. Oh my God! What a segue! A little bit of knowledge. Here we go. Let's start this. This is a trip. This is called Knowledge Coming at You on Couple of Critics Radio. Coming at you. Oh. I know things are getting tougher when you can't get the top off the bottom of the bar. What do you think about that guitar tone? I think this in total is very angsty. It's very rough. But they sound young. They don't sound very old. I know you don't know anything about them, but they don't sound would, like older guys. I would guess they're in their early 20s. I would too. Maybe even a couple of them late teens, like 19. Yeah. I don't. They haven't grown into their man bodies yet. Their shoulders haven't fully broadened out. There's no way. No. No. They, they sound young. They still have acne. Very unpolished. <laughs> Very punk, young attitude. Oh, yeah, for sure. Nothing. I listen to this album like once a year. Oh, okay. And then I remember how much I like it. And I think I'm part of liking it is it reminds me of being in high school and when I first angsty. heard this album. No! I never really listened to this music as angst. I don't know how angsty you technically were. I never really was. You were just like goofy and nice. Yes. I, was, I always thought you were just funny. I just always wanted to be the class clown. I just always wanted to make people laugh. Me too. I think that's why I like hanging around you. Because you made me laugh. Yes, we did go to high school together for people that don't know. We were in the same grade and our last names were very close to each other. So we often had the same homeroom teacher. That's fine. 
Yeah. So there's some knowledge for us. That is a heavy-ish. No, I wouldn't say heavy. Just really angsty. Very attitude-driven intro to the yeah. album. We're, very... we're young. We're pissed. We don't know. Leave us alone. All I know is that I don't know. We're just trying to figure our shit out. I've seen people put up posts on Facebook saying this exact phrase, but not this, saying this exact sentiment, but not this exact phrase. Yeah. And I always just want to post this song onto their uh, Facebook wall. No, I'd have to interact. You know me. Yeah. You You know what happens in my brain when I'm about to interact? And it only happens in internet world. I type it out, and I look at it, and I go, what the fuck does that matter? What, what do I matter? Who cares? And then I delete it. Like, I just talk myself out of it that I don't matter. And usually in life, I'll jet in and get in every situation I possibly can because I super matter in real life, but on the internet, I talk myself out of it for some reason. That's weird because most people are the opposite. I'm the opposite, and then I want to believe that those relationships mean more than what they really do. And then you think a lot of people do that. If, yeah, I think a lot of people do, <clears throat> which is why a lot of people are depressed, and a lot of people have issues because social media makes us feel like we have a bigger outreach, like we matter more, like people care about us more. I mean, this is a problem that I have around this time of year and have for the last two years. Seasonal depression. I definitely have seasonal depression, and I think maybe it's because it's the holidays and people are preoccupied, but. I think I tend to like feel alone to myself more, and but I think you know maybe other people are as well. Is your is your woman paternal? Paternal? Whatever your biological. My dad. No, your 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 uh, female biological desire to have children. Children. Do you think that affects you the older you get with seasonal depression because this is like a family time? Um, I don't know. I don't know. Because I'm less connected to my family every year. That might be part of it, too. And it sucks. Yeah. But they seem okay with it. <laughs> I just think everybody's so fucking busy, but then I man. Am, that's the thing. Like, how much do I reach out to people? Everybody's just so goddamn busy and in their own world. And uh, that's, I mean, yeah, social media. So it's weird that it makes you kind of feel more self-conscious where most people, I think, are able to be way more outgoing online. Whereas if they were seeing someone in person, they're going to see you in the supermarket and fucking not make eye contact with you and walk away. <laughs> but when people see Sam, Hey Sam, Hey yes, Sam, how's uh, it going? Yep. That happens all the time. And you're like, Hey, yeah. I'm also real good at just going, Hey, and then moving along, sir. You definitely do that with people who we graduated with because we are the same age and did graduate together. And we will see people who we pretty much almost equally know who will be like, Hey Sam, how's it going? Okay, cool. Oh, later. And <clears throat> Michelle doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> it's so sad. Cause it has happened. Fuck. Yeah. It's happened many times and it's not sad. People fucking genuinely don't like me. It's not- <laughs> people don't, like me, I've been. Wonder what I wonder what you look like at that point. I wonder if you're like giving them a stink eye and you don't realize it, and they're like scared of you. People, you've been told you're intimidating. Maybe they're scared of you. I've been told I'm intimidating at work because I what I didn't really 
I was in, I, because I'm not in a position of power, but I'm in a, a little bit of an elevated position. So I think because I'm not super outgoing and smiley that it makes people think that I am cold. Yeah. For sure that'll happen. There's that frigid bitch again. But I know you. So I'm like, there's Michelle. Hey, baby. <laughs> and I do have an attitude sometimes. I'm a woman and but I'm moody funny. and I have fucking depression and I have anxiety problems and I have fucking PTSD from a very traumatic childhood. I think I'm okay compared to where I could be. I have a lot of fucking struggles with depression and it's just who I am and it sucks. I come with baggage. I think a lot of people would be surprised to know all of what you just said, actually, like how much you struggle with uh, anxiety and things like that, and social anxieties. That I get panic attacks sometimes. Yeah. I think a lot of people at, like, would be Kroger. surprised at that. Uh, I don't know, because I'm very open about that stuff. Like on social media, I, I am who I am. I wear mm-hmm. myself on my sleeve. I'm very forward with how I feel. So people don't really have to guess how I am. So maybe that's why people don't usually check in with me and ask how I am. Cause they think <laughs> Cause they, they just know. know, but they don't always know. Cause <clears throat> I just try to be funny. Yeah. Whether I'm good at it or not. Fucking growing up lady. You figuring your shit out. I can't figure it out. I'm trying different things and none of them seem to work so far. <laughs> so we'll see how this goes. Rodney Dangerfield didn't figure it out till he was like in his fifties. And look how cool Rodney Dangerfield was. Yeah, he got a lot of pussy late in his life. Yeah, you're going to get a lot of pussy late in your life. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe I Maybe can... that's what it is. Maybe you're actually a lesbian and you haven't unlocked it. I'm, I'm... And you're with this fucking asshole. <laughs> who prefers a woman who's not so ladylike. So that's how I get away with... Not addressing that I'm actually a lesbian. I prefer lesbians. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've been... Baby! Uh, come on, baby! This has been an ongoing thing since I was a child that I have had that people... That you were accused? I wouldn't say accused because that sounds that sounds negative. But I, I have had people in different walks of life, multiple homosexuals as well... Assumed? Totally read me. I made their gaydar go off... I was on their I was on their radar and <laughs> I the gaydar was going off. I no offense ladies but the idea of putting my face in a vagina <laughs> grosses me out. <laughs> we should move on to sound system. Oh, yeah, I was going to say so too. We're tangent central. Sound system. I ain't got no problem with the penis. Boom. I also don't have a problem with the penis. <laughs> this sounds, because it says that they're from Berkeley. You can totally tell. They sound like a California band. In California. Oh, 100%. And this sounds way more ska. So, you said earlier you're like oh I didn't know you liked music like, you listen to music like this so this was a shock when this started playing no it wasn't shocking shocking is like surprising whoa weird no I just unexpected a little unexpected but I mean this album does get heavier as it goes yeah so 
in the beginning, I was just like, okay, this is this is kind of like vanilla punk. Vanilla <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I see that. But by the end, it's totally black pepper. <laughs> I love black pepper. <laughs> it never quite gets red pepper flakes. But it can make you sneeze. Oh, here we go, here we go. Pick it up, pick it up, pick it up, pick it up, pick it up! Pick it up. <laughs> I love that stuff. Look at those grooves. We're dancing. I remember one time when Joe for Green Jello, Bill wasn't at the show yet. This, we were just all killing time, and this guy's came up to me and was like, You know how to play any Operation Ivy songs? And I was like, Probably told Jimmy real fast. So they like, told me five that they wanted to play, and I just went outside really quick, ran through them in the headphones really quick, yeah. ran back in and played these songs. Well, I have to admit, I have never heard of this band before. Never heard a song by them. Never heard of them before. So it's interesting to me to hear suddenly from you that people are... So you never heard this out of my mouth once. That's weird. Not that I would have picked up on a band name. Yeah. Or anything. No. I don't ever... I have no recollection of you ever mentioning this band. But you knew Rancid. You had heard of Rancid, who... I knew of Rancid before you, Two of these guys are in. My former manager loves Rancid and had a... Maybe still does, but had like a Rancid bumper sticker, I believe, so... And uh, South Park. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I like that song on there. California. What is that? Yeah, Brian Logan? Brandon Logan? I was high on junk. And the woman said, I feel all right. See, that's the weird thing. Is like you get Tim, which he's called Lint on this album, Tim mm-hmm. Lint Armstrong. <clears throat> you get him before his voice is like, Hey, white guy. Hey, Like, it's literally how it is. Like, hold on. What's that fucking lyric? Uh, Not found in love. So I fell in love with you. Not even a good time. Good time with you. Like, that's pretty dead on to what he ends up sounding like. So it's really interesting to hear him youthful on this album when he's got an actual voice. Please don't make me listen to something like that. That would be so hard for me. Oh, it's happening, girl. God, I can't agree more how... I'm going to be the one who struggles the hardest because I was even, I was talking yesterday uh, to Sharon about what I was going to give you. And I almost feel like because it's harder for me to take in what's happening that I need to hit you harder on purpose. So then I was looking and God damn it. If I didn't go to Justin Timberlake's the, uh, profile on Google music and a bunch of his music be changed. Since it's just, like, contracts that they have. Oh, is it gone? Not, well, so, he had put out, Jesus, that dog is loud, um, two different albums that were, like, a part one and part two, and together are, are 20 tracks. And I was like, this is how I could really hit him. 
And then like the combination of that is no longer available, just like the two albums separately. And I can't just have you like, aha, yeah, <laughs> so, we already laid down the law with Bob. You can't be any playlists. Oh no, fuck no, <laughs> I'm not into that at all. But that's the only way. But then I have to. That's the thing. Like something like that, or Mariah Carey, or whatever. Something that I know is just like super pop. Things that I don't like. Other things that are like that. But I love those things because those things are like nostalgic and mean something to me. And the idea of giving them to you would maybe ruin you. <laughs> what do you mean ruin me? I, th- I just feel like this needs to be a more even playing ground. This has all been easy for you so far. I'm telling you, it's all going to end up easier for me. No matter what you give me. My t- See, <laughs> We're going to find out that my tolerance is way bigger. <laughs> It's because I listen to better music. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Jeez, let's move on. I feel jaded. I just listen to more easier listening music. That's definitely true. I'm an easier listening lady. <clears throat> this is when we get to like punk punk. I have a note that you really love unpolished music. I really do. Yeah. I really do. And that's like the biggest difference, which is interesting to have that conversation that we just did before, because that's a big difference between our taste. Is is like, not only do I like prettier voices than... The, the fucking vocals are extra bad in this one because there there are oh like right here that's not so bad because that's on purpose. I thought there was that right boy, there. Are there two vocalists? Yes. Okay, so there's one person who is worse, not just sometimes sings way worse. Yeah, there's a guy with a growlier voice. This guy. No, no, he's. Oh my god! <laughs> There's a guy with a gracklier voice. That's Tim Armstrong from Rancid. That starts Rancid. So he went from this to Rancid? I mean, as far as I know, I didn't really. I should have done some more research. You don't I, have to. But I'm pretty sure I'm the bass player and Tim make Rancid eventually. Because I've always loved his bass player, too. I made Mr. Phil. In high school, I made him listen to a Rancid album, and he came back, and he was like, well, the bass player is amazing, and I like the songs, but I can't stand the singer. (laughs) (laughs) And it was... uh, uh, And that's, yeah, it's interesting that he said that, because I think that they do, there are some songs where they are more bass heavy on this, and I appreciate stuff like that. This guy's good. Do you remember in the No Doubt? episode where I was talking about how like guys in this ska and these punk bands that were like this their bass players were always fucking killer and their percussion it's the same thing they seem to just really value that sound and it those is. are often I really like a good if I can hear the bass a good bass and a good percussion oh, yeah. heavy percussion sound because a lot of times that will get put behind a guitar uh huh and you just won't quite hear it as yep. much except for certain breakdowns and things yeah this so. this kind of music though I mean it's based it has backgrounds in reggae mm-hmm. which is 
heavy into bass and percussion. I mean, that's well, what it is. It's just interesting because that's something that no doubt welcomed because they eventually had like one or two reggae people who would sometimes rap with them. Ah, uh, makes sense though. Because it's part of that like ska ness. Skaness? Skaness, yes. <laughs> Let's go on to Take Warning. This is the beginning of an obvious influence on the band that you will later know as 311. This, oh my god, there are so many songs on this. Really? This I'm has not a surprise. I, I like 311. Yeah. I'm sure 311 likes. Operation Ivy. That's they had to because there are multiple times where they have a similar sound. Okay. This is Tim Armstrong. Was that not the same as the last one? I can't. Sometimes Tim has a cleaner voice. It's just another guy who's got a cleaner voice. It's but just when Tim sings. Yeah, it's interesting how laid back the song. This is so 311. Yeah. Okay. Now that part, yes. Oh yeah. I would have never. This I love whole... doing this show with you because you bring up things like that. I've never thought of 311 <laughs> and David Lee Roth. <laughs> yeah, that's still Tim singing. But yeah, it's weird to have the laid back music and the like super abrasive vocals. Because I can totally get into the music much more than the vocals. That's just my my yeah. weakness, I guess. I just have a hard time with rough, not always hitting the right notes, vocals. Would you say these are... It's like, it sounds like he's saying tech warning. In the future, 311 will steal our style. <laughs> In the... Is enough is enough in the world of singers that I've given you where does where do these guys end up bet, bet, you like it better than Dave Brocky that is oh I'm aware I was doing that for these see it depends because this is fine but I hate this <laughs> hate it but I just, that's that's a thing about this sound that I don't like, which is why I never got into certain bands so much. Because I just can't stand that part too much. Because yeah. to me, it also just seems kind of goofy. It is, but it's also... Because it's, like, not serious to be like, with your voice. Like, well, like Dave Brocky. Like, some of it is, like... How am I supposed to take it seriously when I feel like they're just being goofy the whole time? Oh, you're not supposed to. That's what I mean. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a limb here and not not blanket. This is not a blanket statement. Blanket, my beautiful blanket. But most of the time, guys that do that kind of vocal don't have a good voice. Can't really sing the other way. Now that I've said that, people that can sing clean also cannot. Scream or growl. I can't. My God. I've yeah. pretend tried to do like metal type voices. I cannot. And there's, there's. It is just destruction. There's correct ways to do it. Like this guy, I mean, Tim, he's just screaming. You know, I mean, that's not. 
he's not doing it correct. He's hurting his voice. That's probably why he ended up sounding like. Ugh. No music teacher would be very happy about that sound. No. But, I mean, and I'm, that's not a blanket statement because there's a lot of guys who scream and growl that can actually sing as well. Yeah, that's not a blanket statement. It's just. But I've known a lot of sometimes guys an overall who cannot sing, but they can scream and growl like a motherfucker. Yeah. And that's okay. fine. We just did take warning. So now that we've had this warning, I feel like we should go and find ourselves a crowd. Not just a crowd, but the, the crowd. crowd. We should work. You already do the segues for every song. I need to work on my segues. You are way better at the segue than me. I wish I knew the difference in the voices now to be able to tell you who's doing or who did Probably what song. Probably watch a video and figure it out. By the way, there was a suggestion about a, uh, a cover. Is that going to happen later? Yeah, I was going to do it for him. I've not heard it. I haven't listened I to haven't it, either. so I'm interested. It's going to be a surprise for us both. Yeah. I actually have two covers that I'm going to okay. lay on us. I think this has a very, like, I know this is... It came out in 1989, but I think this has an extra 80s sound. Like an 80s punk sound. It's definitely getting a little heavier than they have been. Yeah, it's it's uh, more fast-paced. It's... <laughs> but it's interesting. But there, I feel like... When you're dealing with ska, a ska punk band, that is opening up two different... I mean, you're playing with two genres, so it gives you more playroom. So you can be, like, heavier on a ska tune, but then be heavier on a, in a punk way yeah. on a different song. So, yeah. I don't really know my history on things, but I'm not sure if at this point in the punk world, if... It was so super fast and so super heavy because, you know, there's an era of punk where it's not like... Yeah. You know, it's not like... Well, that's... I mean, the Misfits were more kind of like this. Yeah, more laid back, I'd say, Uh too. And the Ramones were more laid back and... Yeah. I mean, they were not like punk, but, you know... But then you have a, a class of punk. Yeah, they were definitely... Oh, sorry. Oh, man! I failed! I'm supposed to get better at <laughs> stopping the songs. I get lost in conversation. But I was going to say, then there's still a class of punk that's like... Gesundheit, Michelle. I can't not say a chew. You, you do say a chew when you sneeze. Straight up a chew. I say a poo. I should do a poo. I was just thinking that. Na, na pedal on. Are you going to sneeze again? Uh, <laughs> I was really hard to not <laughs> do any of that. Okay, so uh, I was gonna finish up my thought. Oh, I'm but sorry. There's definitely an era of punk that happens later. I think after this, I might be wrong in my timing where they start getting heavier mm-hmm. and geared towards like metal tendencies. Yeah, you know, just straightforward, fast, go, 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 go. Even uh, Rancid, they they dropped the whole ska. They dropped the most, whole the ska. Part. Baby, they dropped the whole star. bombshell. They dropped the bombshell on me. You can hear the, 
you can hear the voice differences in this song. Oh yeah, there's. Oh yeah, there's definitely less production in this song. Oh yeah, see, he's like yeah. Mm-hmm. Sounds like it was recorded in a garage. Sounds great. I just and I don't mean like that. I I understand the sound difference, <laughs> but I don't. It's not that extreme, but it is. It just sounds so rough, and the drums have kind of like a. A more room sound. Yeah. yeah. I'm glad you were able to find... You were able to read my brain. That's a thing engineers go for, too. Insert things. That's oh, get kind of an older sound, sound, too, isn't it? Can be. When people would perform in a room, like the whole band at the same time. Um, where there. when you isolate things, you can still hear the sound of other people playing in there. Like... There's a... I mean, that's a technique that's actually used, too, where you, you mic the drums and everything, and then you put a microphone, like, in the corner of the room. Hey, Mike, get on those drums. Hey, Mike, get over in the corner of the room, and then you turn it. You, you can actually adjust the amount of room sound that you get. But You got work to do, Mike. In older recordings... Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, in older recordings, I'm sure it was... We ran, we're going to run out of mics. We don't have enough to mic this whole kit. We're just going to put... One mic for all the toms. Yeah. So you just had to like, God damn it. (laughs) Let's go on to Unity. Man. Unity. We got got a lot of songs to get through. (laughs) I should probably just like let it run. That would be fine. This kind of sounds like it would be an anthem of theirs. I think it is. It's the way it feels to me. It always has felt. Like it would be almost like a more radio friendly song because of how easygoing it is because it is more laid back this is kind of more inviting this sound here and then the chorus is simple and I don't know I would just see this as as something that would have been a hit in like 1996 wow old 96 I want to know what fucking war was going on it's with uh, society and how they look at people who just want to live man at this point, I wonder if it's punks versus mods. Have you ever heard of that? Punks versus mods? From you, but I don't remember what it means. <laughs> I mean, I'm not really good at this shit, but I mean... Well, yeah, you don't know your history. I, I watch and read all this stuff, and then I don't retain it. And then I, like, make my own history, and then I repeat that. And it's half right and half false. It's called propaganda. <laughs> but... The way I see it, it was just some people who like to wear suits and ties and ride on uh, scooters who didn't get along with guys who like to wear jean vests and mohawks. I be on my suit and tie shit. You be a mod girl the way you look. Oh. With a sweater. It's a Justin Timberlake song. Oh my song. god. What did you say to me? I be on my suit and tie shit. Sorry, I can't, I can't look at you and say it now. Oh. I gotta explain my hatred for Justin Timberlake. It's actually fake. It's the Hustler. You hate the Hustler. I played, and still do occasionally, play Tiger Woods PGA Tour 2004. And Justin Timberlake is a character called the Hustler in it. And Sam had a hard time beating him for a while. son of a bitch. (laughs) But guess what? I stomped his ass into the fucking ground. Just like I would do in real life, Justin Timberlake, you motherfucker. No way. If I get the same amount of trading and money that he has access to... 
and I get the time to get the same amount of access to golf he the has. The time? See, that means you have to have the same amount of talent. I would kick his ass. <laughs> yeah, if you met Justin Timberlake. I'm a better dancer, too. You would probably be surprised at how nice he would be. I'd be like, listen up, Justin Timberlake. You'd be all like, I'm prejudiced against you, but you're nice and I can't hate you. <laughs> That's probably just, how you would be. I just found a two-figure size hole in my pants. That's always the case. Remember on right Thanksgiving where you were fucking <laughs> laying down and I straight saw your nutsack Good. at your mom's house. Because I don't wear underwear. And I'm a you wear boy. holy clothes. Nasty. <laughs> Nasty, nasty boys. boys don't have a problem with holes in his pants. You know what nasty boys have a lot of? Vulnerability. Come on, it was a segue. <laughs> Too vulnerable to shower? <laughs> That's not a thing. Hey! Pick it up, pick it up, pick it up, pick it up! I've been saying that all week. I've just been looking at Melvin. Pick it up, pick it up! Let's start doing a segment on the podcast called the Mel Minute, so I can explain Mel. Fuck Mel. You hear that, Mel? Fuck you. Fuck you, Mel. Fuck you, Mel. You were all not laughing at my jokes today. Yeah. Fuck you, Mel. (laughs) That's the Mel corner. It's the Mel Minute. (laughs) This is a happy song. I yeah, but the vocals aren't good. They're I can't understand them. I don't and they're know not they good. I love it. It's so it's so funny for you to like, I knew you were gonna hate the voice. Of course. This is gonna happen to everything you give me almost. Not, not everything. You've gotta give me you've gotta give me a break at some point. Give me like Allison Chains or something. Something funny. That's too easy. It's not about putting us, putting me through pain, or I'm gonna oh. fucking pull it out. Oh, oh, we still have a break, so I can still change my mind on what I'm giving you next. We're gonna fucking fight, guys, and you're gonna hear this shit. I think this lead singer sounds like Trey Parker sometimes. Just, oh my God, just being ridiculous. Oh my God, it does. <laughs> yeah, his, his voice never gets better, Michelle. In Rancid, it's the same way. I can't help but always make connections to what things I, sound like. I to love me. the connections because I would have never thought of David Lee Roth in Guar. And then you heard it after I said that. Yeah. All right. Let's go on because. We're running at 50 minutes already. We got a lot of songs to get through. Well, we also talked a lot. We can focus more on the songs in the second half. We'll be okay. We can just run through them, too. I'm going to let the next three just play because they're like minute-long songs. I love this fucking song. This song has like a B-52 sound to it, which I enjoy. Surfer. And like a 60s, yeah, beachy sound, which I don't love as much. I usually don't, but I love it in this sense because it's got that ska still. That that's why I think it sounds kind of like B-52s because they have they're kind of on that same line without being so punk kitschy. Yeah, because they don't have. I mean, they have Fred Schneider, the amazing Fred Schneider on vocals, right. 
Brett Snyder instead of, you know, who, who, you know, someone who can actually sing. Rock Lobster! Rock these, Lobster! These guys can sing too. They just, <laughs> I'm just, they just don't like their timber. Kidding. <laughs> no. These are one of those bands that I know that, like, wow, that was off key, but I don't give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you understand music. It's just that it doesn't rub you the wrong way. Not in this for some reason, but like Neil Young did. I think it's because these guys, the attitude is, we also know, but we don't give a shit. That's why I wonder if giving you a pretty female voice is going to rub I'm, you the wrong way. I'm letting it run. Next you, two songs. Did you hear what I said? That's why I think that giving you pretty female voices is going to rub you the wrong way. Maybe you'll change my mind on female voices. I don't know. I don't um, like being a grump on that kind of shit. You know how much I would love to be able to go to parties and stuff and not hate what is playing at all times? I agree. So, talking about hating things, I don't hate this, but I hate the original. I do. I prefer this over the original because the original really? sucks. I, I'm not a fan of the original either. Yeah, but I, I don't particularly like this song. I just... Wait. I would be more open to the song if this is the original instead of that Nancy Sinatra bullshit. Is that who did it? Nancy Sinatra? Uh, Megadeth does that. I'm not sure. Megadeth does a version too. Just so you know. Pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. Yes, it's Nancy Sinatra. How do you think so? Nancy Sinatra is confirmed. Why do you think Scott bands do that? Pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. Because it's funny and they're goofy. <laughs> Back in school, you ever get busted? Oh, here's the, oh my God! Here's the angst song. <laughs> this is where the good Charlotte influence comes in. This is where they influence good Charlotte. I can pull multiple bands that I feel that were inspired from the, these sounds, and that intro was so good, Charlotte. Really, I never listened to Good Charlotte besides what I heard on the radio. So I owned the, and maybe still somewhere own still the first two yeah. albums. I remember Cherie listening to Good Charlotte, and I was like, we bonded on Good Charlotte. And I was like, what the fuck are you listening to? And she's like, I know, but I like it. And I was she like, listened to pop music too, and liked yeah, it. Yeah, so. Yeah. She's open she and country music. A, and she's also such a bitch about other punk music, though. And then she'll listen to Good Charlotte. <laughs> she was one of those people, yeah, who are like, that's not underground enough, or that's not like whatever, or like, I don't care about metal right now because I'm in a punk phase. God, isn't growing up hard? Oh, I have all my. Faces. Trying to fucking figure out who you are. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I'm not. We're not talking shit about Shreem. No. It's just funny. We have these stories. She was a great friend and still is. She was. Yeah. I just haven't talked to her really. I remember one time in science class. But she was our mutual friend. Yeah. I remember one time she threw a book at me in science class and I was just like leaning back and it just like magically landed in my hand. It looked like someone had a fishing line and just floated it into my hand. If only that would have happened with the brick. <laughs> Michelle threw a brick at no, me. No, I didn't. I think we've already addressed this. Did we? I go back and listen. I spun around. I let go of a brick. I swear it fucking bounced off of a soft ground and she, hit Sam in the head. She picked up a brick and said, there's my target, Sam's head, and then threw it as hard I as she could. I had a crush on you. I never would have thrown a brick <laughs> at your head. That's how girls uh I went their straight crush. home and cried. I was like, he's going to fucking hate me forever. And now oh, I'm stuck yeah, in some bullshit marriage <laughs> with you. <laughs> I didn't hit you hard enough with the brick the first time. What number song are we on? Do you know? 
That was uh, gonna find you. Yeah. That was eleven. Eleven, and I, there's twenty-seven. Yeah, so we still have fifteen. I think we're good. We talked a lot in the beginning. It's a good time to take a break. Awesome. I'm down with a break as well. You have something ready to take us out. I do. We're gonna go pee pee. You guys need I, to go make pee pee. You guys need to go uh, let that pee pee out. While I are you guys I... sitting in diapers like Sam? <laughs> Sam is sitting in two diapers. They don't need to know about that. But I'm asking, this is how we connect with people. We find things that we share. When's the last time you pooped your pants, Michelle? I have honestly no idea. Oh, wait. <laughs> I feel like I was sick. It was maybe a year ago. Maybe I, I coughed, farted a little bit. <laughs> it's just a little bit of diarrhea that came out in my pants, but I was wearing black pants and I was home, so... Today was fun, wasn't it? It wasn't like I was out in public and was wearing something other than black pants. And since my shit is usually black, it was no big deal. Last time I shit my pants was right before we took this break. Okay, kids, that's a little rowdy. Let's settle down, okay? Let's sing it all together. Powerfully. Are This episode of Couple of Critics Podcast is brought to you by... Stuffing butter, like cookie butter, but with stuffing instead of cookies. Stuffing butter, spread it on everything. This episode is also brought to you by... Hey there, have you always wanted to play the guitar like Jimi Hendrix? Or how about Eric Clapton? Or have you ever wanted to jam like this? Hit it, boys! One, two, three, four! Oh, yeah! Stop! If you've ever wanted to play like that, just give me a call. My name's old Joseph. Just say my name to the wind and summon me for guitar lessons. Please, please, I don't have an income. I can't get a job because I'm a hundred and two. Joseph's Guitar Lessons. Call today. Hey, Joe, grab your guitar and get in on this. Watch out. Oh, yeah. Suck it to me. This episode is also brought to you by... Trees. Trees give oxygen. Trees give shelter. Trees give shade. Trees give fruit. Trees give us life, and trees give the need for chainsaws! Chainsaws are on sale at your local hardware store. Ask for the chainsaw discount and tell them Michelle sent you. Hey, can I get the chainsaw discount? Chainsaw discount? 
Michelle sent me. Sound system, won't you bring me back a pistol? One thing that I can't depend on. Sound system, won't you bring me back a pistol? One thing that I can't depend on. Try to describe to the Holy shit. What's this? This sounds familiar. It's fancy fucking playing is what it is. That's a... That's pretty uh, classy, really. You saw that was the Cherry Poppin' Daddy. Cherry Poppin' Daddy. What else did they do? I can't fucking remember. Were they, did they, they do the zoops. from the D to the A to the M to the N to the A to the T to the I? Oh, and lose your face, lose your name. You know what I'm talking about? Have you ever heard that yeah, song? Yeah, that song's called Hell, I believe. No, they did Zoot Suit Right. That's what I thought. Oh, they did Zoot Suit? Who did Zoot that song Suit then? Riot. Who did Hell? Riot. Throwback bottle of beer. I only know uh, Grapefruit Diet by Weird Al Goddamn Ankovic. Ankovic. I said Weird Al Ankovic. <laughs> like his ankle? Yeah, Weird Al Ankovic. No, I think that song is called Damnation, maybe. Weird Al Uncle Vic. What about that? I remember this shirt back in the day. It said Victoria's Secret. And it was a guy named Vic Toria. And he was dressed up like a lady and lingerie wait wasn't that song by the uh who was andrew bird with for a little bit oh yeah that that's one what we guy figured you out. like shit oh, fuck who the fuck okay now let me look up andrew bird because it'll have that as his hey at least i'm gonna get there some way but andrew bird he's so fucking talented god i want to think of it before squirrel you. nut squirrel zippers, nut zippers. They did that song, Damnation. I believe. Make sure that's the right fucking name because I could be wrong. That's it. It's the scroll on zippers. No, no, no. The song. The name of the song. Damnation. I am not. No, it is called Hell. I originally called it Hell, and then I was like, maybe it's called Damnation, but no, it's called Hell. I remember when it came out. Yeah, it has a fucking neat video. Yeah, it's like an old timey. The afterlife, you could be headed for the serious drive. Now you make the scene all day. But tomorrow there'll be hell to pay. <laughs> I just always remember. I'm the D to the A to the M to the N to, to the, the A to the, the T to the I O N. Lose, lose your face, lose, lose your name. Then get fitted for a suit of flame. Wow. <laughs> See, that's fucking awesome In still. In the afterlife. That was a killer fucking song. Yeah, All right. We should get back to this goddamn album. <laughs> We're on Bad Town, right? We're listening to Operation Ivy. Correct. It's called Operation Amundo. Ivy. We're going on to Bad Town. Little ditty oh, about yeah. you in a bad town. Some saxophone for you. This is me adding my own snaps because I think it helps. Let's go. And then I take them out because it's smooth. They got a weird relationship with saxophones. I like saxophones, but for some reason the way they sound like makes me feel dirty sometimes. You know, like bar like music. Sexy dirty? Kind of, but more just like an ashtray dirty. You want to know the sound in this that bothers me? The voice? No, that sound that's not happening anymore, but it was in the first verse. It probably continues in the second. Like It sounds like a, a child's saxophone. And whatever is making the sound that I'm talking about sounds like a child's. Like a child's 
instrument. Maybe that's what it was in the first verse. Oh, I know what you're talking about. I like that. <laughs> it's like a child guitar or something. No more bad So both that and the saxophone don't sound like real versions of instruments to me. <laughs> like you're the plastic kids' toy version. Yeah. It's the what was that? Playtel or Mattel? Mattel's the people who made games, right? Yes. Like Connect Four and Twister. Is that Milton Bradley? Oh my god. That's Milton Bradley. I'm getting my toy manufacturers all mixed up. This has got like that unity theme. They do that whole unity kind of bringing people together theme a lot. Mm-hmm. Spin the spinner and call the shots. Twister can tie you up in a knot. I was never Twister once tied up in a knot while playing Twister. I think that this sound it's just a really messy sound sounding song. Very messy. All of the sounds, especially now, it's just fucking mess. I'm guessing they were one take band. I mean, it's still a mellow song, but yeah, I'm not a big fan of this song. I think it's, it's a weaker tune on the album. For most of my sensibilities, this is definitely like easy listening. Really easy. With that uh, saxophone that was bought from the dollar store. <laughs> The Dollar Tree, so you, you know it was actually a dollar. You had to buy it in that cardboard that had the plastic zip tie on it, and for some reason it's the strongest material in the world. You think you could rip it with your hand, and then you fucking hurt your finger. In the world. Archie, the strongest man. He's smiling. In the world. You know who else is smiling? Operation Ivy. Boom! Smile. Oh, I fucking love this song. I'm dancing. I think 311 is smiling again. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I think Sublime got some influence from these guys too. Yeah, I hear that sometimes a little bit, but not as much. I hear, I feel like 311 may have been really influenced by this band. I have no idea. I could be totally talking on my ass. But that's just, yeah. I definitely hear it, especially in the bass lines, the way the walking rhythms are. But that's kind of a reggae scoff thing anyway. Yeah. I've been singing this all week. Ow. Well, according to this Influence website, it says that 311 was inter- influenced by The Dead, Beastie Boys, Red Hot Chili Peppers, and Bad Brains. Bad Brains, for sure. That's another... Do they have more of a sound like this? Or like the 311 sound? Um, they were definitely at a reggae, ska, punk sound, yes. They were known as the forefathers of a punk sound. I feel like some of these songs, when they're heavier, because like, this is heavier on a uh, ska sound for me. 
Oh, you mean it's got more ska influence? That's what I heard. So that, that song in general? Yeah, so that's oh, when yeah. I think that I hear the 311 more. But there are also just some times when it's not just like it all sounds, all music like this sounds like this. I don't mean like that. There are songs that just, I really hear 311. Like, like, same, like they were influenced. Same chord progressions almost and same. And the way that the music is funky and laid back and like, uh, take warning, take warning. Like that bow, song bow, for real bow. was so 311 to me. But yeah. And you like the 311. I do. Never forget. Well, I should caution you. That 311 was not influenced by this song. <laughs> I couldn't think of anything. <laughs> well, you're welcome. My little pumpkin. Oh. I don't like being called a pumpkin. But at least I called you a pumpkin and not a pumpkin. I hate the word pumpkin. I know. I feel like I was at least somewhat respectful. When I was a kid, I used to tell people that I was going to start selling pumpkins when I was older. Yeah. And when hillbillies came up to me and asked if they could buy a pumpkin, I was going to say, no, but I have plenty of pumpkins to sell. Oh, aren't you a wise little boy? I know. I've been an asshole for a long time. So we missed this, but I believe that it happens again. Wait. I like that line right there. Walk the dog with a real short leash. Turned around, saw the dog walk me. Yeah, I do like that line too. I don't know anything they're saying ever. Yeah, this is another band where you... I don't really know what they're saying so much. Other than, you know, some simple, clear things. Yeah, yeah. Unless I'm doing research. So, walk the dog with a real short leash. Turned around, saw the dog walk me. I like that. Aren't they? And I like this. Fucking poets. I like the bass heavy breakdowns. Because I like the bass sounds. My phone was mad. I don't like that sound. I apologize. Oh. I'm just letting it go. That's fine. This just freeze up. This album, like in general, the whole time, it's like. It's basically four songs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You definitely feel like that as it goes on. Uh-huh. And I, I'm guessing I stopped because I was so surprised to find out how many songs were on this. And I'm guessing that I used to stop listening to it from somewhere around in the 22s. Yeah. up coming because I remember like Big City. I've been singing this all weekend. Yeah, it's kind of, this too. is groovy. And I think this is the, the guy bass line, the walking bass sound. Yeah. This has got a sublime sound to it. Yeah, like a heavier sublime. That bass line. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is the cleaner guy. This is the guy who I feel, because I feel like this is another 311 sound. This is the 311 sound. sound. Yeah. And it, yeah. This is the guy whose voice so I can handle more. Yes. Because the other guy is way more abrasive, and the other guy is the rancid. Yes. Okay. The guy that's what I thought. Yeah, the craggle voice. He's hard for me to handle. Yes. <laughs> He's so hard to handle now. Which was, Mess around. Which, uh, talk, we talked earlier about me choosing this album. I was almost going to choose a rancid album, and I thought, no. 
let me choose another Tim Armstrong album that I think was going to be easier. And I didn't know album. that you were really a Rancid fan. I have one album that I like. There's a couple bands that I'm not saying that I wouldn't like the other albums, but like the one album hits me so hard that like the other albums kind of can't compare to it. Yeah. And sometimes it'll be just more of the same anyway, so I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, why do I even need to listen to that one? I just listen to this one. And Rancid was like that for me. This one album, Let's Go. I have like, that's all I need. I have artists like that, so I understand. Protect my vows. Freeze up coming. It's a song about Mr. Freeze. The Batman series. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Him, the exact one. The governor himself. You should watch an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. Absolutely. I love Arnold Schwarzenegger. There are many. He was always my favorite of those men. Those big, muscly 90s action movie men. Oh, well, he was definitely the top anyway. Like, the f- most famous one, I would say. I mean... He was also... He was just the goofiest. Who and do you I consider think those guys he, who we put in this category? He was the one who went out of his way, I think, to be goofier and make goofier movies. It would have been... Stallone? It would have been Stallone... Schwarzenegger, Schwarzy, Van Damme, Van Damme, and Seagal? Seagal. Is there a fifth that we're missing? I, w- I not that I can think of. Chuck Norris. He's not on my radar. Not like that. He wasn't like that, like action star. Not like and like I'm thinking big buff guy as well yeah, from the yeah. '90s. That was just a stereotypical, not stereotypical. So Stallone, but it was a Schwarzenegger, Seagal. It was a style. And Van Damme. Yes. And your favorites, Arnold. Totally, but who's I th- your least favorite? Um, well, the one that I've actually seen the fewest movies of would be Van Damme. Really? Yeah. Is he your least favorite then? Yeah, I have no real opinion on him. No actual <laughs> opinion, and the, I've seen both under siege movies, so that's how I've been exposed to more Steven Seagal. Oh, but yeah. I don't really have an opinion because I think that he's a bad actor. <laughs> and For the I, most part, yes. And I mean, politically, he's kind of interesting nowadays. Is he a psycho now? I can't say he's a psycho, but... I don't know if he's a wingbat. Doesn't, isn't he like a Russian citizen now I'm or some not shit? not sure. I don't keep up with that. My favorite out of those guys is definitely Arnold as well. But my least favorite is Seagal. Is Seagal? Yeah. He'd be my second My order least. goes... Schwartzy, Stallone. Hey, <laughs> hey, Michelle. Hey, I'm fucking you in the show. <laughs> uh, oh no, I fell and hit my head. <laughs> I think I'm dead. Hey, Michelle, you did? Did I keep, keep, keep fucking you? <laughs> that was a callback to the first episode. Oh, I do believe. I don't have to fucking say that. Uh, oh, then yeah, fucking Seagal. That dude's a goon. Yeah, any Seagal movie I saw. It was just boring. Although I did, I remember one where he like has a credit card that has a blade in it, mm-hmm. and he's like, and he slashes a dude's throat with a credit card knife. Oh and I, in my head, he goes like this: Is that cash or credit? <laughs> he is. Did I get the magnetic strip the right side? Negative. You didn't just stick it in. It couldn't read that chip. Um, it's not a swipe. It's a chip. Denied. I guess I'm out of funds. Oh God. 
That's how he talks, too. He was granted Russian citizenship. Steven Seagal was in 2016. Yeah! He is very outspoken, I guess, with his political views in support of Vladimir Putin. Of Vladdy Pooh. Vlad! Vlad! Vladimir Putin! Vladdy, 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 Vladdy Pooh. Let's move on, Michelle. This is a song. Artificial Very special in my life. I'm going to dedicate this. It's all you crazy lovers out there. Get it on. I want to be a radio DJ. But you don't like a lot of kind of music. No, I want to be my own radio station DJ. Oh, that makes sense. Uh, I always wanted to be the announcer at a strip bar, too. A male strip bar? I wouldn't care. But that's not what you were thinking. You want to look at titties all day? No, that was never the why I wanted to do it. I always wanted to be the guy that's like, All right, set a stage. We got Melinda. Everyone give it up for Melinda. I was just thinking it would be fun. And yeah, if really look at fucking tits all day. No, I was just going to say... Like two no, o'clock in the afternoon. I would take the job looking at dongs all night. I don't care. The reason what would be fun to watch would be watch the people... Pouring the money out for this shit. I think it'd be uncomfortable. Yeah, it would get uncomfortable eventually. Give it up for Mike on left stage. This is Ladies a- and gentlemen, his dong is 12 inches long. Flaccid. And he's gonna do the helicopter. Watch him go. <laughs> Don't call the police because Mike's not allowed to do that anymore since the lady died last Tuesday from him doing the helicopter. <laughs> also, no one let him get away. <laughs> Artificial life in my dead place. There's a lot of energy in this song. It's that Scott song. There's like four songs. There's, there's fast, heavy punk song. There's unity punk song. There's unity. Un- unity ska song. And then there's fun ska song. That's the four Operation Ivy song structures. And I love it. How many times do you think that they do all of the structures? Like how many times do they... Well, there's 27 songs? Yeah. Six oh, and no. a half. <laughs> Six and a half. I thought you just scratched your nutsack and then you like pulled back kind of with a worried look and looked at your hand like you had a nutsack attached to your hand. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Michelle and it's pulled off my balls. <laughs> you were Did silent. you get it on radio? Or radio? Did you get it on podcast? You were much more in shock. No. Than reactionary. No, I didn't pull off I'm my I'm the other testicles. way. I'm very reactionary I in every way, and it's not good. I didn't pull off my testicles, Michelle. Let's go on. The position being taken is not to be mistaken for attempted education or righteous accusation. Only oh, and then there's the songs where he has to make a point. I feel like this, that part, and then another part. I mean, he's like rapping. Do yeah, you think definitely. That, do you think that this had an influence on rap rock? Like early rap rock? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Were anybody Was anybody doing this uh, rap rock yet when know. Beastie Boys are around? Walk This Way probably came out already. Yeah. Beastie Boys. This is what, 88, 87, 89? 
<laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, laughing in songs is still weird. I'm standing by that all the time. <laughs> I was gonna say the same thing. This is room without a window, by the way. That hasn't been said yet. You just said it well, for us. Shit. No, I said it first, so fuck him. It's true. Fuck you, man. Yeah, fuck you. I'm gonna introduce you before you. Yeah, fucking. Yeah, fucking. Oh, he's mad at you now. He's telling me off, guys. It's so happy. He sold me. I'm dancing now. I can totally understand why. Because these, I read that these guys had a the minor research. I did. I read that these guys had a uh, very quick cult following. Uh huh. And I could totally see why if like Well they didn't last very long. No. So but that just might have been yeah, but I mean getting a gathering a, a following fast. Oh, okay. Of fans because if you're in a punk world and like everything's kind of gloom gloomy or like political maybe or It was whatever. kind of a good time for punk yeah, this being w- birthed. This would make you dance. Like you out of the four bands or five bands or six bands or even at that time probably eight bands in one night that you saw, they'd all probably be like Trying to make some like, oh yeah, I've danced in my chair. Huge statement or something, or that as fast as it possibly can be, or as you know, whatever as it can possibly be. This would just get, be refreshing. You'd be like, oh man, my legs are moving. Maybe that's what I need to do: is make music that's accessible to people. It's not just noise. Oh shit, I didn't come up with something potentially different to throw at you. But we could. We still have a handful of songs. Let's run in, roll into a big city with some more horrible vocals. <laughs> horrible, honey. I'm gonna. It's my new goal to find something that you're gonna like vocally. I know it's not gonna be Pantera. <laughs> That's another band where the music is good, but the vocals. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I more hate his attitude. I don't really like him as a person. Phil Anselmo? Yeah. So. That's a little more personal as well, I suppose. Not on purpose, but. Because I feel like part of my introduction to Pantera was going over to Damien's and watching some DVD because it was on Dime- home videos. it was on like Dimebag's death anniversary yeah that's what we were still emotional about because it, it was getting into those like we'd have get togethers on that day well it was still fresh or didn't it happen in like 2008 or something I don't know the exact or was it like 2003 no oh. it wasn't well yeah no I was out of high school it was probably 2005 I think it was 2005. It was still pretty fresh when you and I got so together. So it's probably like 2007 so or 8. My introduction to that band was watch actually that. watching a video. You just didn't like how I'm an asshole he was. And it just wasn't my personality. He's doing this like vibrato. Yeah, being goofy on purpose. Yeah. That's why I think a lot of this is. It feels like it's just goofy on purpose. Have fun. Mm-hmm. Just have fun. 
Big City, it's Living Hell. Cha 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 cha. Cha 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 cha. Mmm. We should well. Living Hell. My name's Michelle. Can you tell? That she fell. So yeah, this is when I start to feel, per my notes, that things are just starting to become not quite carbon copies of other songs, but like where it feels like there's. I don't understand why they tacked on all of these extra songs because this is when it starts to feel uh, like re- repetitive. Or I uh, agree. I agree. I mean, I've been saying it already in the past couple songs. Yeah, this is just this when is I started like really just... feeling it. And it started kind of wearing on me, I think. <laughs> because I there aren't usually this many tracks on like a punk album anyway. Sometimes, but yeah. Not what I've been. I guess I, I'm yeah. speaking as someone who hasn't listened to a lot of that stuff. But usually the albums are short. The songs are short from they my de- experience. I definitely like to cram them on there if the songs are short. Mm-hmm. Shortened to the point. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, you're going to get a record pressed. It's going to be that amount of time, no matter what. And you have that space. So, you, <laughs> for people who are so cheap about things, that was what punk was. Yeah. Was do-it-yourself, cheap production. Just get it out. Well, just get it out. And also, DIY if I'm paying for that it? extra space, I'm going to put something on that fucking extra space. Yeah. So, it's right. 10 more fucking songs real quick that are all a minute and 10 seconds long. That sound kind of similar to pretty much other songs. Pretty much. Yeah, it's interesting. Just got to get it out. It's about It's just interesting about content. <laughs> but then I don't understand building on something, I guess. If it has a similar sound anyway, unless they're just content with the songs being short and think that that's all they need to be. I guess I don't understand having like multiple versions of the same song when you can just combine them and make a bigger song. I think with uh, it's lyric content that's what the different because they're still playing like say come up with one like differentiation or whatever I don't know if that's actually a word but that's always what I want to say. Differentiate? Yeah. Maybe. Uh, I think it's what separates them is what it's about so it would be hard to and it'd be kind of boring, really, because these songs, I mean, they're playing the riffs just twice as fast. If they slowed them down, they could make them three-minute yeah. long songs. It would just, they just play it twice as fast. Actually, I think it was the guy from Fear, this band, who said, yeah, we put 20 songs on there. We're giving you twice as much as the other guys. We're playing it twice as fast for you. We're doing more work, and we're charging you less. <laughs> Instead of just, what are you looking at? I'm sorry. I just decided what other album I'm going to give you instead of what I was going to give you. You had an evil look in your face. No, I was just reading, and then you to, you yelled at me. You, but it was, just, it was just the timing. I had just decided, and you looked at me, and all right. it was all natural. I'm sorry. <laughs> all natural. It was just a natural reaction. Um. So why don't you lay down in missionary position? Let me fuck the shit out of you, bitch. <laughs> ah! I started fighting it. I killed both 
I feel like this song is extra angsty. But it's kind of the same song, sounds again. Yeah, it's just a... So I started getting bored with this song. Even though it's technically on its own, it could be... I mean, it's just another, like, uppity-sounding song, but I feel like I've heard it in different forms already that it makes me, like, not... uh, Like, from here I start getting bored and maybe start appreciating the album less. It doesn't stick out, yeah. Yeah. I mean, how many songs are left? One, two, five. Oh, my God. Sam is an idiot. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight more songs after this. So, really... Like an entire. If we would have listened album. to what they. This would be the last track, yeah. It would have kind of. It still would have gotten. Like weird with you. But. It would have ended here. So it would have not have been so taxing. If we would have listened to the original. Yeah. Release of it. But I didn't realize that because that's what I was given. Yeah. I didn't realize it either. I accidentally clicked on something else, but whatever. We'll just skip to Chunky's Run and Dry. Well, yeah. We're good. Yeah, we're fine with it. So this is where the re-release influence kicked in. It sounds different. definitely sounds different. It was put out by a different record company. But these are other songs that they had recorded. So I don't know if they were just included or, like, remastered. I don't know that it was... Lookout Records, I don't know if they were big enough to put more production behind it or just re-release it and get it out to more people. I have no idea. Now you didn't know anything about this before I mentioned it right before the podcast. I know that as we're listening to it right now, it's definitely got like the drum sound isn't as clear. And that for this album that's you know weird because the drums aren't clear. So maybe they did really just ever. So these are throw like, other tracks on. It might have just been demos. They had done. I don't know. I'm talking out of my ass on that one. And you know what? I didn't really like remember much of this stuff except for yelling in my ear. So I definitely had checked out. By the point that these songs started. I think that this is when the tempos start picking up. I feel like the rest of the album is just a much higher... I like this part. I do too. But I think that it just becomes a much faster thing. I like that part. Just the old uh, bass. I haven't listened to this on headphones at all this week. Oh, really? Yeah, so it's kind of newer things are popping out of me right now. And a little behind the curtain, I didn't take notes for this album. I'm just... You're just feeling it. Speaking it as I feels it. And here we go again. Is this title of the song... That sounds like a 19 year old kid. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, this, this is a funkier. This would kill at a fucking show. At a funk show, people would be dancing their fucking asses off. Someone would be like, oh, you listened to Sublime, right? It's like, no, this is a song that I think sounds like would have maybe inspired Sublime. Yeah. I'm thinking of in the because the lyrics late are 80s. fast, and he was really yeah. What was his name? Bradley was really Brad Noel. Right? Yeah, was really kind of fast with his vocals and kind of almost more rapped sometimes. Yeah, yeah, rhythmic with it, real. Uh-huh. This is definitely a kind of a rap sound too. I think this has a lot of their sounds wrapped into one in this song. Yeah, the ska's in there. It the surfer. Funky. Uh huh. Rap sound. They say pick it up a bunch. Pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. Pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. Pick it up, pick it up. So you can say to me now when I don't see trash on the ground. They say, see that Butterfinger rapper? Pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. I can say that about everything. Last night you were playing with the animal nail clipper. Wait, was it? No, it was yesterday morning. And then you left. And then I slept later. And it was on the floor, like, under the couch. A little bit. The nail clipper itself? Yes. <laughs> How the fuck did it get there? I don't know. How does everything that is in your hands end up on the floor? Because it's the biggest shelf in the house. just walk away from it. Like, oh, I don't see it. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I'm a mess in my brain. Marital bliss. I'm a mess. It's because you don't think it's important, and women think it's important, because I don't want to live in filth. I don't want to live in filth either, but my filth threshold is much higher. How is your Hoboken? 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 Hoboken! I like to say Hoboken. It's about a man named Ken who was a hobo, right? Hoboken. I feel like Hoboken is like a bohemian. Ken himself like, is a It's like a... God, what is, I can't think of the word. It's like a branch off of a bohemian. I'm a Hoboken. Oh, okay, good. You're saying. I don't wash my hair. I don't wash my hair. You know I what? I don't wash my hair. This, these songs definitely could have been left off. Because I think it's really... Like, even at this point, it's like taxing to even have to... And it's just go like... through it right now. Faster versions of other songs with different lyrics. And just, like, the song's a little different. But everything is just higher tempoed than this. Even the breakdowns. The, the, the parts that are slower, everything is just faster than all the other songs. Let's go. See, that's cool. I like that. But this seems like they were just in a different time. Yeah. When they recorded these. I wonder if this was originally released too as something else. And then they just taxed it on here. Because this could have, this should have just been another release. I feel like that another may release. have been what I read. Okay, well then, see, we don't know what the fuck we're talking about. If that's the case, it just really shouldn't have been tacked onto this. It's just too much all at once. I'm moving on to yelling in my ear. Okay. I like this song though. That also sounds very California again. California. I like the ska sound. 
Yeah, they were only a band from 1987 to 1989. So, so short. this album came out. They were, they broke up. It's so insanely short to be a band. Mm-hmm. This is a very angsty song. Yeah, like teenage angsty. Even his uh, guitar solos are out of tune. What are you looking up? Stuff about this band. But I'm trying. I'm listening to you as well, so I'm kind of scanning it. Had, I'm not like had, reading things. I had nothing to talk about. <laughs> I was just looking at you like, you need to talk now. Sorry, I also feel like I'm on the verge of a sneeze, so that's why I'm. I don't want to like get all up in here and then a chew real loud. A so chew? I want it to like just happen. So I've been hesitant to come back to the mic. I apologize. <laughs> this is like you in the morning. Well, I sleep well. Sleep long. You always say that you'd just rather be dead instead of getting oh, up. Yeah. For the first two minutes of the day, I you talk. You like that's what I, I would wish to commit I suicide. I think about suicide immediately, but just not so in a I, serious way. Just because I want to sleep forever. I love sleep. Who doesn't? I know people that don't like no, sleep. People who have tons of shit to do and you know people think it's like a waste of time. Yeah. When I like. Uh, I think it feels amazing. <laughs> Your body needs sleep, so that's crazy. Those people are cutting years off their life. Well, then they say no, they're getting years back because they're not sleeping. Yeah, but then sleeping hours away. Can't they technically die younger because they're stressed out more, too? I don't know. This is the breakdown. This is when we do this. <laughs> I feel like this is another kind of messy song. There's a hole in my pants. Yep. That's a dickhead. <laughs> this is about to turn into a porno cast. <laughs> Yeah, on one side of the desk. Yeah. I mean, yeah, new pants, motherfuckers. Almost all of your pants have holes around the D or the Bs. I dress like a homeless person. And before you know it, that hole's going to be so big that your Bs are going to drop to your knees. Well, unfortunately, the D hole can be pretty small and still work out. <laughs> The See, pee hole's huge, just, though. At this point, I'm just dying to get through the rest of this album. Yeah, it kind of... I feel like that, too. But we only have a few songs. We have three more songs. Now, this one, I think, sounds like a 311 song mixed with an 80s new wave. This song is Missing Fred Schneider. Aren't all songs Missing Fred Schneider? I think I said something like that earlier. I mean... Think of a song that you don't like and then add Fred Schneider into it. 
and then think of songs that you like and add Fred Schneider on, on to it as well. I don't need to have an orgasm on the microphone. <laughs> I referenced this to you at like 5 o'clock in the morning because you went skating and hurt yourself and had a hard time sleeping throughout the night. Real hard time sleeping. Which made me have a hard time sleeping. I'm sorry. It happens. I'm not... I'm just saying. I felt bad about it too. So, yeah, I saw every hour from 2.30 until when I got up at... I knocked over a wrench. Quarter till 7. Um, but I did say something about Sam's sick body and a sick mind. I think that's what I was just like, what? You know, I said healthy body, sick mind. You're like, what? It's, like, it's on the album, the Operation Ivy album that we're listening to. Oh. Like, I'm the one who should be mad right now. <laughs> But I'm not. I'm being totally cool. I went and got you, you were, frozen corn. You were, yeah, you got me frozen <laughs> corn and frozen mixed vegetables this morning. You've been insanely good about it. You helped me. Uh, I've been putting pills in you, You carried me too. back because when I got up at like 5.30 this morning. And couldn't it was walk. super bad that I couldn't walk. And it was super inflamed. me. Yeah. The things you do for the ones you love. Oh, yeah. All the ways I carry you through life. <laughs> yeah, God damn, it's a lot. <laughs> This is the next song. It's called Oh man, fuck you. I like the heavy bass in this song. It's very heavy. I bet he wrote this song. The bass player. He's like Yeah, because that bass line is just kicking. Loud, yeah. This is really kind of the first time I've listened to this song. I know I've said it a thousand times already, but I just really checked out by this point. Yeah. It's just too much. And I'm the guy who... I do like the bass in this song, though. Yeah, I do too. I bet you could make a super cut of this album. Uh huh. Which, I mean, maybe that's what originally was done when it was only 19 tracks. Could have been. This song's angry. Which I know that you're supposed to respect comps because they are here to serve and protect, and sometimes they really do help people. But. The fact that they just have to have a high school diploma is kind of scary at the same time. Is that true? Yes. That is scary. If that's true, that's you, scary. You go through, like, some Did courses. Did you have to go through a police academy? No. I mean, I, That's not what the police academy movies taught me. They also taught me that people could make sounds like bullets with their mouths. And his name was Michael Winslow. I love that man. I don't love that man. Never mind. <laughs> well, I love Carl Winslow. God damn right you love Carl Winslow. And he can do all kinds of things with his mouth. <laughs> I know. I don't know. I don't know how much I love Reginald Vell Johnson. Because I don't know Reginald Vell Johnson. Well, he was in Die Hard. I know that, but I don't know Reginald Vell Johnson. 
we all know Reginald Vell Johnson. I know who he is, but he I was don't. He our pappy. I don't know him. Who I know is... Carl Winslow? Carl motherfucking Winslow. <laughs> and he was a hell of a man. He was a heck of a guy. I should have modeled my life after Carl Winslow, except for the cop thing. I couldn't be a cop. Could you be a cop? Do I... Get... No, you couldn't be a cop. Nothing about me screams cop. I'd let everybody go. Look out, well, yeah. You'd have a quota. Like, I that guess wouldn't that's not be too the case. Bad. <laughs> oh, you've only had 12 beers? Oh, my God. <laughs> well, it wasn't 14. <laughs> bad cop. I'd be like, give me all the drugs and all the money and maybe I'll let you go. Yeah, you sound horrible either way. Yeah. Now get out of here, you punks, and this never <laughs> happened. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, we have one more track. That I was think me we doing should... blow off the back of my police car. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, the last song. This is the last motherfucker. I got no. Song. I can't get no satisfaction. Well, and that's what I was going to say. I got no satisfaction from this. <laughs> Because this is real heavy punk attitude at the end. They're ending this hard. It's real messy, too. And really messy, yeah. Just with that angsty punk, I don't give a fuck. This is just going to be all over the place. I'm fine with it. I got no. What do you think he doesn't have? Vocal talent? Well, I wonder if he has a, uh, if he has one of those, like, trach things now, where he talks through his throat. No, I know he doesn't, if you would like me to tell you that, or if I'm going to... No, I don't want you to tell me that, yes, I want I you to imagine that he talks out of his throat. <laughs> yes, he does. And smokes cigarettes through his throat, like that lady that I'm a fucking related to, I don't know who she is. Oh wait, yeah, I do. I don't know that we're actually related. But there's a lady. At the family reunion? No, it was just... I can't remember if it was just there. At my grandma's house once. But She smoked the uh, trach hole in her throat? Yeah. That's crazy. And I've never actually seen someone do that. And it was the grossest thing I've ever seen yeah. in my life. It's, it's, so please don't ever nasty. do that because it's horrible. I'm changing this. Because I wrote down what I was going to do. She's changing things. That's the end of the album. We did it. We fucking did it. That was 27 we did it. songs. We made 27 tracks. 27 songs. I really need to vet these albums myself well, before I bring them to the yes table. Yes and no. Yes and no. Because I also think it's okay to sometimes just introduce yourself. Like if you only really know a handful of songs from an album. And then you're like, I'm just going to kind of try this. I mean, I think you should listen to it once at least, but yeah. you've listened to this more than once. Yeah. Well, No Doubt was kind of a gem like that. Like, yeah. I didn't know any of those songs. Mm -hmm. But yeah. And suddenly I went British. There was a little bit of a familiarity on some of it with you, though. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So it's goddamn question in there time, it's right? It's time to... It's time for... Brrr. 
Michelle's questions. Y'all ready for this? We should do a little theme song for that. Y'all ready for this? Questions. I'm gonna I'm gonna isolate that. That's now your Michelle questions. Let's theme. let that be redone. <laughs> All right. So we'll, do, we'll do it live every time. <laughs> if that works too. Um, why did you choose this? Out of all of the early, because this was an early influencer of this, of these genres, this mix of genres. Why did you choose this particular? I chose this because I was trying to come up with something that was a little more accessible. And then I immediately thought rancid. And then I went, ah, that voice is a little much for Michelle. Ooh, Operation Ivy. That's a fun one. Same voice. No, it's much... It's, it's way harsher. Oh, okay. <clears throat> and it's only him. You at least get the grace of the other guy in this one. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I just went, oh, Operation Ivy, that's a good one. And then I was, it. There mm-hmm. wasn't really much thought to it at all. Because at this point, I was talking about it on the <clears throat> No Doubt episode. I was trying not to come up with death metal. Yeah. And stuff that's <laughs> super alienating. And boring, probably, in the end. Whoa! Yeah, you need to stop touching things. And stop peeing. And stop tapping things. I'm looking... I'm troubleshooting. You were touching the the cable part. That's what you were doing. Stop touching things. It might have been static. Electricity. Electricity. That's why I chose that album. So what do you think I thought of this when you gave it to me? The initial reaction, right? Yeah. Yeah, that. that. But you had no fucking clue what it was. Correct. That is correct. So there really probably wasn't much of a reaction. Besides, I'm probably going to hate the voice. Mm-hmm. That was about it. Okay. Because I, I knew you weren't really going to know what it was. I knew you didn't yeah. hear it. Yeah. I mean, rolling into the next question, I had no real uh, prior judgment to it because I'd never heard of them. Still, I mean, I don't know much about them. I saw a picture of them on Wikipedia for the first time sitting here doing the podcast. I was surprised. But then I was like, why am I surprised? Because they look young. And I've said that they sound young, so I shouldn't be surprised. But yeah, they look like boys. That was the first time I saw a picture of them, too, is that Mm -hmm. Wikipedia picture. And I've been listening to this album since high school. So in the last week, how many times did you listen to it? Probably about eight. Huh. I would just put it on the stereo at work and work. Okay. Stereo at work and work is what I said. Right on. I hit my minimum of three. The old three. The old three times. And I did take some notes the first time I listened to it, and I should never do that. Oh, really? Yeah, never take notes the first time I listen to it. Because sometimes it's like, it almost feels like a chore if I'm not familiar with it. It's kind of like, okay, I don't know what I'm getting into, so there's a little more hesitation on my end. Yeah. Uh, we were talking about this before. The first listen is like the... Uh, that's the hump. That's like the hit you, take the punch. Then the second listen is like the, okay, now I'm starting to like understand what's going on. And you'll be like, I remember this thing that rubbed me the wrong way. And then uh-huh. you hear it the second time, and you're like, okay, that wasn't as rough. And, and then the third time, you're starting to like kind of remember things and you're recognizing mm-hmm. more stuff and you're like, and we're familiar with melodies. Groove. Yeah. I started yeah. like kind of tapping 
my foot a lot more the, like the last time when I was officially writing my notes. Yeah. Oh, when I was when I came in the room and you were writing the notes for mm-hmm. it, you were tapping your foot mm-hmm. for sure. I noticed sure. that with my deducive mind. Like totally. Yeah, like totally, girl. Okay, so. Okay. What was your least favorite song? I have no fucking clue, really, because... Yeah. It was hard for me because there was so much and so many songs sound the same, but I can give you mine. Um, Go ahead and give me yours. That's the thing. I'm not, like... I'm not hardcore on this. I'm not, like... Because there was no song that specifically jumped out at me as being the worst. But I wrote down Bad Town... Oh, really? And I wrote Bad Town because I thought that it was messy sounding. Uh, I didn't think it had a lot of um, good musical structure. Like, the direction was all over the place. Like, they uh-huh. kind of didn't know what they were doing. Yeah. Um, and then it just sounded like kind of one of those friends that songs of a band, like, friends of a band that would go and see the band would like all sing along to and stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I don't know. It just kind of felt <clears throat> I'm sure they did. Yeah. I just I had to pick one. I so I picked Bad Town. I think I'm gonna go Officer. Ossifer? Ossifer. Cause it's in that last section where I just I'm zoned out anyway. I'm zoned out. I didn't mean to say I'm I'm zoned out too by that point. I, well I wasn't Yeah. I wasn't totally zoned. as zoned out. I just accidentally said I'm instead of saying zoned out. It's more point, like an um. By that point, I'm ready to shut it off. Mm-hmm. Look, I could probably listen to the first 12 songs on this album. 12, yeah. well, probably about the first 18, 17, 19, maybe just how it came out, the 19, and I would have been completely fine. Yeah. Completely. Well, when it comes to favorite, since I gave my least first, I'll give my favorite first. Yeesh. I think this song could have probably just had two tracks because sound system was my favorite track i, I think like that, that it's it's really catchy i think it's <clears throat> good um i don't i think that the first track of the album knowledge introduces you to the rougher angstier side of them and then sound system comes in and like we can also be upbeat and we also have a ska sound to us and we're just young laid-back dudes yeah so it's I like, almost like that's the first two songs they wrote, and then they're like, "All right, those are the songs we write. Or those are the songs that really define us. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, yeah. we're fucking angsty and punky and pissed, but <laughs> hey, we're also gonna like get that sound system to bring me up because I love music, and who doesn't love music? What the fuck? That's why we're here. Yeah, right. Okay, What's I have a favorite. Song? I want to say two. I'm gonna give you my one and two. Okay, one is Bank Shot. Okay. That instrumental. Mm-hmm. And then two. That had a lot of the. That was the one that I said was it had a B fifty two sound to it, like a sixties beachy. Okay, sorry, I'm just trying to get on the same track this with you. This is it. You know why I also like it? It reminds me of uh... a movie. Do you know what movie? No, just it sounds like it's something that For would be on a some movie. Reason, it reminds me of a movie that you and I have talked about and really no one else knows, but probably Nicholas Peters. Welcome, Welcome to, to the, the Dollhouse. Doll God, I've thought about <clears throat> watching that as well. 
Do you get what I'm? Welcome do you get what I'm saying? I know that they don't really play that Welcome kind of music, but it's got that kitschy, house. same kind of B52s, kitschy, mm-hmm. weird. All you know, right. in the Soundgarden ep- uh, video for uh-huh. uh, Black Hole Sun, Black Hole Sun, when mm-hmm. she's like got the ice cream and the mom in the kitchen and stuff, smiles. Talk about that same weird Ugh. sense to it. Ugh. But my second favorite is smiling. Smiling, sorry. Smiling. Smiling. I've been walking around all week go doing that. Smiling when your friends are watching. Smiling when your friends are watching. Yo. And it's true. Yeah. I like songs that are like, I kind of hate that genre and I kind of love it. That whole unity, we're all friends. Mm-hmm. But it gets old for me real fast because at the same time. positive music like a positive theme in music <clears throat> does bug you sometimes. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it really can. Uh-huh. I prefer my music angry and dismal and depressed. Although I am not usually an angry or depressed or dismal person. How old were you when you started listening to this? This album? Yes. Oh, fuck. Since you would have been three, four years old when it came out? I remember being... Uh, I remember being on the Washington, D.C. trip. Okay. Listening to it. So, eighth grade. Okay. However old you are in eighth grade, which I do not know. All right. What, 13? Uh, I think 12, 13. Huh. Interesting. Yeah, because you're 17 going into your senior year. And you know what? I just remember this. I had already been listening to Sublime by this point. Mm-hmm. So. So you probably would have been like... What influenced Sublime? Operation Ivy. Mm, probably. Because that's kind of how you introduce yourself to things is... Go back. Uh-huh. Go back until it's you don't like it anymore. Because I think that that's... I mean, I loved Mariah Carey because that was like a... That was a modern thing. And then I was like, she loves like Aretha Franklin. So then I started listening to Aretha Franklin and stuff. And just, I mean, that's what you do. Yeah. It, you just, it's like a tree. You just fucking branch out to the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. And you just got to keep that tree alive, man. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun to do that. <laughs> you got to keep the tree alive. It's also fun to then be like, oh, fuck. Look how much of a ripoff it actually was. Yeah. I have a feeling about a certain band. That it kind of... <laughs> Are you talking about Primus? I love Primus and Les Claypool. And then I heard... The Residence. The fucking Residence. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> and I've... Yeah. It's still great. Yeah. I mean, Les pulls a lot from it. It's but. just, I didn't realize... I thought Les was unique. He is. Maybe... He's the only guy who plays a bass like that. His interests are unique, but his delivery is kind of borrowed in some ways. <laughs> and it kind of makes me a little sad because I just didn't know how much. I love so. it all still. I still love Prime. I mean, I, yeah, I just don't love it as much as I did. I, like I said, it, it kinda, soured it. Kind of weirded it out for you? Yeah. It just, because I, I think that part of it was just like, wow, you're so different than anything else I've ever heard. And then. There's absolutely no one like you. Absolutely oh, wait, shit, no there one. There was someone like you. And there was someone before you <laughs> yeah. who you listened to. And then you sound who uh, rumors similar. they always say there's rumors that Les has been in the residence. Really? Because nobody, I mean, there's <coughs> residence is a very mysterious thing. Oh, ah, no, like Buckethead's face. Nobody official. 
but there's official numbers. Okay. Anyway. So how did you feel about this when you were listening to it at the time? Did you love it? Did you like it? Then? Uh-huh. Uh, I, remember, I remember liking it a lot. But it wasn't like... Was it a huge pivotal thing for you? Or just, it wasn't it was, pivotal, no. It was, it was just, just another, in with those... It was just another mm-hmm. uh, thing to add to the arsenal. Yeah. All right. Would you recommend it today? To people that listen to punk music, yeah, for sure. Okay. I would give it to a kid who's growing up and likes, you know, the Misfits already. Like, oh, well, maybe you might like this. And it's not crazy vulgar with the no, lyrics. No, not at all. And you can't even really understand a lot of the lyrics anyway. No. So if I, you're anything like me, you can't understand agree. a goddamn thing at all. Um, I don't think I would listen to it again. I can't believe that <laughs> <laughs> i mean i definitely was uh you know and listening to it the last couple few times i've been tapping my foot i think the second time by the second time i was tapping my foot is it mostly the vocals mm-hmm. yeah and then the fact that some things are just so unpolished and just messy there's oh, yeah. some songs Production that just sound really low. thrown together. And it's not the same on all of the songs. Nope. Some songs are worse than others. Oh, yeah. You so can tell it's different record days, possibly different recording locations, uh-huh. possibly different uh, equipment. That's true. So, hey, this guy's got a better amp than me. Let's use this one. <laughs> you know? So I was, <clears throat> I've been kind of down a little bit. Uh, and I was going to go with something to kind of fit my mood a little bit, but then I decided, you know, after this conversation that we had that I should maybe change it up a little bit. So I went from something that I love very much to something that I am a little less familiar with. Um, I know a handful of songs cause this song is very, or this album is very radio friendly. Um, so, and I have listened to this album in its entirety one time to prep for this. So... This will be, this will be uh, a little bit of a challenge for both of us, I think. I'm so totally Sam, in the dark. Totally in the dark. Here. That's a good way to uh, segue without even knowing. Holy Sam shit! Sam is straight up in the dark about the Black Album by Jay Z. We are going to listen. So is it called the Black Album? To the Black Album by Jay Z. Interesting. Interesting. This is the one that's because you've never deepest listened. chest hit so far. This is yeah because you've never listened to Jay Z, and I know you no. have a problem, and I know you have a problem with uh, with black people. <laughs> <laughs> that's that was a joke. That wasn't the word joke. I was gonna say. That's what you usually say, but uh, you usually say that other word that we're not allowed no, to say. No, I don't. God damn it. <laughs> 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 but no I'm not a racist but I know that you uh, you don't like how like flaunting people can be and especially like modern hip hop and how like egotistical no I want you with no money and slumming I don't like gaudy I have chains I'm in the club well yeah this is gonna be rough <laughs> and like I said I'm not as familiar with this album as a and as an entire album either, but some of these songs I'm very familiar with and like very much. So the black album by Jay-Z. When you said the black album, I thought I was like Metallica. <laughs> no. <laughs> Fuck no for you. No. And now again, it's mostly the 
lyrics or I mean the vocals, but there's also just a sound to Metallica yeah, that yeah. I'm not into. It makes me feel like I'm in the smoky fucking bowling alley. The as a Black kid. Album too is the one that's like Enter Sandman. So it's like the most smoky bar of Metallica. <laughs> yeah, because that's the song that I think I always remember being played. I always remember for sure. hearing that. So the Black Album, Jay Z. <laughs> Black Album by Jay Z. All right, Sam. For me. Uh, and and me. And Michelle. To potentially poop on. We'll see. To potentially poop on. <clears throat> well, that's so, been the podcast. That's been the episode again. Once again, please tell, tell your friends. Tell us. We want to expand this listening base out. And we are, I'm planning on reading some reviews on the next show. So, and we, we don't have any cushioning at this point. So when you hear us, we are live. So yes, uh, I lost the goddamn episodes. Um, so we still have those to record, but we'll have some time coming up. We just need to do it. So thank you for who is listening. Please let us know what you think and you can hear us give your review on the podcast hell yeah thank you very much all right we'll go get out of here now funky fellas sophisticated bitches things are getting tougher when you can't get the top off the bottom of the barrel why don't they run my future now it's fucking fucking You took us out on that. Bye, guys. Green day. There you go. (laughs) Bye. Bye.